0: The Dude Abides on Radio 8 Ball. Jeff Dowd, a.k.a. The Dude, with Andres Jones here on Radio 8 Ball, coming your way all the way, all the time.
1: Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and today is a special Radio 8 Ball day. We don't have a musical guest performing the songs as the answers. We have all of the musical guests performing the songs that are the answers to the questions. We're using the Radio 8 Ball app, which is full of Most of the songs that have ever been recorded on the show, including some of mine, too, that, uh, you know, I guess were composed in the creation of the show. And asking the questions on this episode are going to be all members of the Wild Honey Orchestra that we've been talking about a lot on these episodes because I'm a huge fan. And you heard her in the last segment helping me out with my musical divination, bringing her wisdom and her sneezing dog to the studio. (laughs) Welcome back," said Straw. "I'm still here.
2: I'm with You're you. You're still
1: here, and All the uh, way. thank you for helping me with my question. But now we're going to, before we get into your question, let's talk a little bit about your history with Wild Honey. So, how many how many show Wild Honey shows have you done?
2: I think it might be five.
1: Five. And is there one that really sticks out to you as being the one?
2: So far, I have to say last Saturday, Buffalo Buffalo Springfield Springfield
1: Love Fest. Pretty amazing.
2: For some reason, it was the highest I've gotten at a big, splashy, multi-talented personnel event. I mean, it was the most fun that I've ever had in one of those situations. And to re-fall in love, re-investigate and really focus on buffalo springfield was so invigorating cuz here's the thing i think it made some of us feel like virgins again
1: mhm yeah and
2: i really enjoyed <laughs> the peacefulness of that milieu yeah yeah uh, i really did
1: yeah it made me feel frisky like a frisky pony so was buffalo springfield like when what what do you associate in terms of your growth as a musician when did you come across buffalo springfield
2: you know, it was there, and I didn't even know what to call it. Yeah. And then uh, I I liked it because you know I thought it was about Buffalo somehow. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, later, I would say, uh, you know, when I was in my early twenties, mm-hmm. I really, really listened more then. Yeah. And uh, I've always loved all of the members, but I'm a real Neil head. Yeah. And that's why. I was so proud of the show last Saturday night that I was indeed the fifth runner up in the Neil <laughs> <Yeah>. Young <laughs> look alike like contest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. I had to mention it. I haven't yeah. won that many things.
1: Well, that's 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 uh, Well, you you, you should have you deserve better. You deserve better. <laughs> but so uh, when so this one oh, who speaking of the the players, who I don't want to put you on the spot. You may not rem- I don't want you to... I not-
2: am on the spot.
1: But who played Who who played on your the song you did? Do you remember? Because the, yes. the, the the cats who play on these, a lot of them are going to be in here. They're just... The the, the things that they've, you've heard them on, they're like... You know, we have people on the show who drop names of like Carol Kay and the Wrecking Crew and stuff. And this is... In fact, we had mem- a member of the Wrecking Crew who was playing with the band.
2: Don Randy. So incredible.
1: So who, who played on your song? Willie
2: Aaron... Dave Plan, uh oh, uh oh, I'm nervous now. Yeah. Tara sang it with me. Tara Austin. I couldn't hear a word she sang, but she's so pro. I know she did great. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Rob Laffer, and and
1: was Andrew Sandoval on? Yes, that he one? was, wasn't yeah, he? I think so. Oh
2: gosh. <laughs> You know, I was so, sort of, I, I, I don't know why, but I was sort of faced out toward the audience.
1: Yeah. No, no, I don't. No, uh, no, it's
2: terrible. I suddenly am like, oh, wow, who did play on
1: my song?
2: Everyone was amazing. I'll have to look at the pictures. I'll take
1: that question out and we don't, don't want to Really? I
2: don't one. care. Yeah, I
1: don't want anyone to feel left out. I, I, you know, I always do that. I always say I'm going to take it out. And then I listen to it later on. And I was like, oh, that was a perfect moment. I'm not taking it out. The audience can deal with it.
2: We're imperfectionists around yeah. here
1: so, on Earth. I'm just thinking I want to dip into... So their, your favorite is the one you've done so far. Yes. What was the first one you did?
2: Uh, I, I had to sing All You Need Is Love.
1: You've got to sing All You Need Is I, Love. I
2: had to. But here's the problem. Well, I think that might have been five years ago. I flew in from Chicago and it kind of a tizzy, barely made it to the thing. And everyone else, as you've seen now, being a part of it, it's such a tight community, you know, Yeah. and I felt like, oh no, I have to come out at the end and, and wrap this whole thing up. And I felt really w- like the weakest link in that oh, whole show. I can't, I don't show. believe it. It's how I felt though. Yeah. It may not be true. I hope it isn't true, but mm-hmm. I felt that way. And cause I just hadn't been there for the rehearsals. I live in Vermont. I'm really inconvenient. And I barely got here. We barely got here this time because my manager, Carol Burnett, was so sick. But here we are doing your show.
1: Yeah. You know, I, I we should get to your question, but I always feel like in a weird way... I'm still trying to think of it, so you go ahead and stall. I feel like I kind of like a situation where I'm the weakest link. Like when I'm, If I'm not the weakest link, then I have to worry about someone. Because know, I know that even as the weakest link, I'll show up. I'll be right. if I'm booked for something. I'll be there. If you're the weak link, that's a good show. <laughs> like, I like when the weak links are total professionals. That's maybe that's the, one of the things about the Wild Honey Orchestra. Is that Everyone is wonderful. Such such a high level of cats that the weakest link is still probably going to be the the. the Best pro and whatever in one of the other bands. I feel in, like
2: yeah. truly there are no weak links.
1: Well, you just said that you were the weak link.
2: No, only on that one only show that one and time. for the reason I talked about. And I and suddenly you're in front of all the happy people and they've been through this four-hour show
0: yeah.
2: of some of the greatest music and everyone is exhausted and invigorated and there. That's when you realize, gee, all my life I thought I knew all the words to "All You Need Is Love." Suddenly it was like, hmm, what are the words? Yeah, the pressure was on, and I did not quite rise to that occasion.
1: There's nothing you can do that can't be done, Sid.
2: Um, You know what? Let me jot that down.
1: (laughs) So, okay, this is your moment, Sid. Your question for the pop oracle. Something that as soon as you utter it, it will no longer just be your question. It will be a question that everyone else will be like, well... How is that my question? So, what is it? Try and... I don't know, you could try and stump the Pop Oracle. You could just engage it.
2: Well, I was going to ask something really simple.
1: Simple is good.
2: Nothing wrong with simple. What's the greatest thing you've ever lost and then found?
1: The greatest thing to who? Like, the who are you asking that to?
2: The universe.
1: Oh, to the... What is the greatest thing the universe has lost and found? Okay well, let's uh, get your pop Oracle up here. I
2: was gonna make something about a question about like losing your virginity or something but I'm trying to work clean. I want a job on NPR.
1: Well, you don't have don't you don't feel like you have to work clean on our account. I know <laughs> So
2: Debbie was laughing in the control room. <laughs>
1: He's so adorable. Ask your question to the pop oracle. Is
2: that an okay question? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Pop oracle. I want to ask the world, what's the greatest thing you've
1: ever lost? Okay, shake it.
2: Meanwhile, I didn't say Uh and found. Did you catch that? But I think it's a better
1: question. Oh, this is great.
0: This is how things get over. Not with a bang, but with a whimper. Lover, eater, eater, lover. Lover, eater, eater, lover. This is how things get better. Hold your breath and Is it God?
1: Yeah, it's a great pleasure to introduce you, Sid Straw, to one of my favorite songwriters, Veda Hilly, who's been on the show many times. She's from Vancouver. That's her song, Lover, Hater, that was recorded on Radio 8 Ball in February February twenty second, 2017.
2: Super beautiful. Love it.
1: She's amazing. I
2: uh, will carve a record for you out of a solid block of vinyl. vinyl. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that?
1: <laughs> well, uh, so that was the answer to your question. What is the... The What's the greatest, greatest thing, thing you have ever, ever lost? And but then but and you implied and found. And uh well what did you think about that as the answer to your question? Because I have a couple of ideas. But what how thought, do you think that, that was related? Pretty
2: great. Because that made it be it sounded that song made me think that the answer from the universe, from the pop oracle, was uh, you know, the lingering the questions are the lingering questions are the answer
1: <laughs> right and there's a duality there of the lover hater like, yeah what is it what is uh, what is that great line they say absence makes this heart grow fonder so stay away a little longer i love that that's so a sign that good. is cutting but also pretty funny too that's that like, was in the yeah, song yeah
2: that's a beautiful line i like to say absence makes the heart go yonder but i like her line better <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess I, there there is that idea of what's the greatest thing you've ever lost and found. I know you said lost at the end, but again, to me, the found was still reverberating. And to think of it as a record and feel like um, when people, I, someone was talking about it, about someone, uh, we were talking about uh, a friend of mine, Tracy Thielen. I don't know if you remember Tracy. He was part of the Iguana Cafe scene and. Uh, he passed away and someone was taught we we're talking about him and saying, Oh, it's too bad he's not gonna he's not here, but his songs are still here and there is a way that as songwriters, as people who make records, you do get like when they're like I love I hate it when my friends who make records die, but I love that they have made records because I can listen it's so intimate. I can put on the record and listen to their voice and they're right there.
2: We can still be in our room with them when yeah. they play their records.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so there's something like to me, I mean, I guess for personal, I always personalize these things like some of the greatest losses I have are Egotist. like that. Egotist. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Egotist. Well, yeah, it's like it's a, when I was studying Buddhism <laughs> as a young guy, I, someone was talking about like the, I was, someone was talking about the getting rid of the ego. And I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And this teacher was, she was like, you don't really need to make, to get rid of the ego. You just need to expand it so big that it includes everybody else.
2: Oh that's lovely.
1: Yeah, you know, so you take other people's stuff as seriously as yours rather than trying to make yours go away. But yeah, so I was just thinking, oh well, that's that's a truth like what's the greatest thing I've ever lost are some of my friends who are some of my friends who I've played music with and are no longer with us and found is the appreciation like I loved their music when they were here, but the way I listen to their records now when they're gone is like the way like a hungry kid eats an ice cream cone. I just can't get enough of it fast enough. I want all of it. I couldn't yeah. listen
2: to Tom Petty right away. Yeah, I really couldn't. I wanted to, you know, when he died. Yeah, but I just could not because yeah. I kept trying and I couldn't stop sobbing. Yeah. and Bowie, forget it. You know. Yeah. Although, although differently, the day Bowie died, I had to listen. Yeah. Obsessively. And and I was able to. Yeah. It was just odd with Tom. I like, no, not yet. I just cannot bear
1: it yet. I just can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I you can't ever, bear it now. Either. Did, you, did you ever work? Did you ever have like work around him? Or? I was
2: on Saturday Night Live doing funny little bits in the background a thousand years ago when Petty was on Saturday Night Live.
1: Which what uh, what do you remember what he played?
2: You know what? It's really embarrassing because I kind of don't. Yeah, it's okay. I was pretty high.
1: It was good times. <laughs> good times. Well, Sid, uh, you know we're gonna we're we're gonna work on putting together an, uh, an episode where you, we actually have you playing the music. Coming Fun. up Very soon. Fine. Uh, maybe... I'll probably
2: need help from my friends. <laughs> she well... said, looking at Caitlin.
1: <laughs> 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 out there. I, yeah. I I gathered. I, I you know they don't know it, but I actually just called them all in here to be your band. No. This is great, let's play.
2: look Goodstein's here with his sticks. Can I, I just say that you you kids in the control room were just astonishing the other night
1: <laughs> Oh yeah, well, this is what this is you can this is what i this is a celebration astonishing. of the wild honey orchestra, and I brought you on first because because nobody else would show up early. <laughs> no, no, because I knew that you would be the perfect person. To generously toss it back to them and that you're a, that you're a, even though you may be in the front, you front like a member of the band.
2: Ooh, that's a beautiful sentiment. I want to live up to that.
1: Yeah. Well, I, I, I think you do. And I think a lot of people do. Now we got to we got to open this up to the next batch. I, 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 Should I, I go now? It's, it's time. It's, <laughs> now it's time. I need to give up my bar stool. What? <laughs> OK. But we will have you back. And, uh, promises, promises. You know, and I don't know. What you, I don't know what's going on. Uh, if you, I don't know what's happening this Tuesday, but I, I might see you down at uh, Cantor's at the Kipps room.
2: Are you in town?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try and come, try and make it down there. I always try and make it down if I can, if I don't have a gig myself on a Tuesday night.
2: Fantastic.
1: Yeah. I'll oh. see you there. I'll see you there, Sid, and hope you have a great trip here in L.A.
2: Thanks for talking with me on the airwaves.
1: And thank you, Carol, for being such a good, uh, well-behaved little
2: pooch. Isn't she pretty fantastic? She's I, the empress. I have to say that a week ago today, she was dying mm. in Vermont, and now, due to the miracle of love and modern medicine- She's and, thriving and, in and L.A. And money I hope to earn soon, Yeah, she's, she's coming back. She's coming back. Sweet. I believe in
1: dog. I believe in dog.
2: That's it. All right, I'll go. Let's get the next one up here. That was
0: fun.
1: Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio Wave Ball Show. It's a good
0: show.